Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording, Sean Drew shares an uncomfortable moment that she had to act through during the 48-hour film festival. It's a moment that taught her something that she hadn't really thought about before. In August of this past year, I got to participate in the 48-hour film festival. For those of you who don't know what that is, the 48-hour film festival is an international competition that Hampton Roads participates in where teams of filmmakers have literally 48 hours to make a short film. And when I say make a short film, I mean you have 48 hours to write it, to cast it, to get your costumes, your props, secure your locations, shoot it, edit it, score it, wrap it all up in a bow, and deliver it to the judges. 48 hours. It is a very fast-paced, whirlwind, exhausting, but extremely fun weekend. Now, if you are an actor on a team for the 48, the first night of the 48, Friday night, you're waiting by the phone to see if your team's going to need you. Because you're not allowed to write scripts ahead of time for the 48, it is literally done on the fly, you don't know if they're going to need you. They may write a part for you that is perfect, or they may not have anything that you're a good fit for. So Friday night, I'm in my house, I'm waiting by the phone. I've made myself available to about two or three teams, but there's one team in particular that I'm really, really wanting to work with. It's an award-winning group of filmmakers called Skelly Films here in the area. It's headed up by a husband and wife team. Ernie Smith is going to be directing the film for the 48. His wife, Heather, is going to be co-writing it. She happens to be co-writing the script with a woman who is one of the funniest women to ever grace this push comedy theater stage, Miss Carrie Crook. So I know that whatever this team comes up with for the 48 is going to be a really fantastic script. It's going to have great production values. It's just going to be an all-around good film. So I'm sitting in my living room around 8.30 Friday night. I get a text message on my phone. I look down. (gasps) It's from Skelly Films. I'm so happy. Here's what the text message says. Hey there. We're going to need you tomorrow. Call time is 9 a.m. We have to make a holiday film, so we've decided we're going to write a comedy ensemble film about a family coming together for Thanksgiving. You'll be playing Lisa, a lesson partner. Do you have a rainbow shirt? (gasps) I am so happy I'm going to be working with Skelly Films. I'm dancing around my living room. My dogs are looking at me like I'm crazy. The cat's looking at me like he's totally disgusted. I don't care. I am just really excited and happy. Now, as I said, you're writing the script on the fly, so they haven't sent me a script yet. I'm not really sure what a lesson partner is, but I'm thinking it's a teacher or a guidance counselor, maybe like a camp counselor in the rainbow shirt. Maybe that's what all the camp counselors wear. Maybe our camp is, you know, camp happy rainbow smile or something like that. Boop! Test message again. Oh, it's from Scaly Films. Oh, damned autocorrect. That should have been lesbian partner, not lesson partner, lesbian partner. Oh, okay, so now the rainbow shirt makes a little more sense. I text back, oh, okay, cool. Out of curiosity, who's playing my girlfriend? Ashley. 
Oh, cool. I know Ashley. I've worked with her on a couple of films. Normally, Ashley's working behind the camera on the crew, but it looks like for this film, she's going to be stepping in front of the camera. Now, Ashley is an out lesbian, so for her, playing this role is a bit of typecasting. For me, I'm straight, so for me, it's kind of like that old commercial from the 70s where you have the guy say, do you know me? I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. You know, (laughs) not a lesbian, but I'm going to play one in the film. So I talk to the costume director, get an idea of what she's looking to have me wear, go to my closet, pull some clothes that I think will work, put my makeup case together, and then go to bed early so I can be rested and refreshed and ready for a long day of shooting the next day. So I get up the next day, making myself a little breakfast, trying to get a little something in my stomach. I'm trying to get the dog situated. Look at my phone. Oh, I see they sent a script about a couple hours ago. Let me just, ooh, whoops. Oh, shit. I've broken my phone. The weekend of the 48 is not a time when you want to break your phone. People are constantly texting you with new information, changes to the script. They need you to bring something. This is not good. So I am in a panic because I don't have a way to contact these people except to do what I rush and do, which is jump on my laptop real quick, quick message a couple people on Facebook, say... I'm so sorry, I've broken my phone, I took me, I was working with it and trying to fix it, I'm probably going to be late to the call time now, but I'll get there as quickly as I can. As far as the script, that was on my phone and my phone's broken, I didn't get a chance to read it. I'll just, I'll get a copy of the script when I get there, and I'll figure it out then. So I go out the door, I get to the location shoot, which is Ernie and Heather's house, I run in and I'm apologizing profusely. I'm about half an hour late, which isn't too bad. They haven't started anything yet. Everybody's just kind of milling around, reading their copy of the script. Actors are trying to learn their lines. The crew was looking at the script for shots and things like that. So I put down all my stuff, finally get a copy of the script, go off to a room by myself so I can oh, just decompress, collect myself, read my script, and get ready for the day's shoot. Now, the first thing I do when I'm reading a script is go through, and I'm going to look at all the dialogue I have to learn. Now, as I said, this was a comedy ensemble piece, so there's no long monologues that I have to learn. It's all pretty easy dialogue for my character. It's lines like, um, so, Mom, do you have any trouble with the traffic driving down from Cleveland? And things like, oh, well, that's really neat. You know, it's nothing that is going to take me a while to learn. I got this, no problem. So then I go through the script again, and I'm looking for stage directions. This is where my character is supposed to be in a certain shot, what she's supposed to be doing, etc. And at first, the stage directions are pretty banal stuff. It says something like, Lisa and Stryker, that's my girlfriend's name in the movie Stryker, Lisa and Stryker walk into the living room. Lisa introduces Stryker to everyone. Lisa and Stryker sit down on the couch. Lisa and Stryker begin making out. The, wait a minute, wait, wait, did I read that correctly? What the? Lisa and Stryker begin making out. Oh, okay. Um, I have to make out with a woman in this film. And the thing is, I've never made out with a woman in my entire life. I've never even kissed a woman. I never had that stereotypical girls' night out where you get drunk and maybe you end up in a corner smooching on one of your gal pals or you play adult spin the bottle, that kind of thing. It just never happened for me. So I'm trying to wrap my head around the fact 
that I'm about to do something sexually that I've never done before. And then it really hits me. I'm about to do something sexually that I've never done before. There's going to be about 10 people sitting around watching it. They're going to film it. And then they're going to show it to a sold-out crowd over at the Narrow. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Okay. The 48 is not a time when you can have a mental freakout. You don't have time for this. So the strong part of me comes up in my head, and she's like, you know what? This is not a big deal. You're an actress. You're a professional. You can do this. It's just kissing. It's not like the script says, Lisa and Stryker get naked on the couch and make out. If that had been the stage direction, I probably would have had a little something to say about it. So I calm myself down, leave the room, go out, get ready to begin the day shooting. And as luck would have it, we shoot every other damn scene in that movie first. We are shooting my conversations with Ashley. We're shooting other actors' conversations, background shots. So I've got hours and hours of this in the back of my head, knowing I've got to do this scene. And finally, the time arrives. We're going to shoot the makeout scene. And we're sitting on the couch, and the cameraman and the director are, you know, talking about lighting and getting everything set up. And one of the other actors who's in the scene in a periphery shot leans over and says, Hey, would you guys like a breath mint for your scene? And I'm like, oh, God, good one, Francis. But it actually, it's good. It does, it opens the door for me to have a conversation with Ashley about what we want to do in our scene. And I decide that I'm just going to be up front about it. So I tell her, hey, Ashley, just so you know, I've never done this before. And she says, what, make out with a girl? And I say, yep, you're my first, so be gentle. And she and I talk about what we're both comfortable with doing in the scene. The script itself didn't provide a whole lot of specific direction. So we talk, and I tell her, I say, you know, I, I think I'm probably okay with, with kissing or you know, touching. If you want to put your hand on my boob, go ahead. That's probably as much as... I'll be, I'll be good with. And she says, oh, okay, I get it. So Canada's good, but Mexico's off limits. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So they've got everything set up, and they're ready to shoot. And Ernie yells, action. And the actor delivers their line that is the cue for us to start making out. And she and I turn to each other, and we start kissing. And it's these sweet, nice little butterfly kisses. And it's fine, but I'm thinking the actor part of me is kicking in, and I'm just thinking the whole time, I know this is not what the director wants. I know this is not what the script calls for. So I screw up my courage, and I turn to Ashley, and I take her face in my hands, and I lean in, and I slip her the tongue. And just like that, I'm getting to first base with a woman. And then Ernie yells, cut, and it's, it's done. I've, I've made out with a woman. But, of course, in film, even in something as fast as the 48, you don't shoot something just once. You have to shoot close-ups and backgrounds and safety takes and all that, so we go again. Ernie yells, action. The actor delivers their line, and I'm feeling more comfortable now. I've gotten that first take out of the way. 
So she and I, it's a full-on make-out scene. There's no butterfly kisses or anything like that. It's all tongue. Ernie yells, cut. I'm going to go again. So the third time, I'm very comfortable now, feeling very comfortable with Ashley. And my comedy and improv training kicks in. And I think this is a film that's a comedy. What can, what can we Can we do something in this scene to make it a little funny? So I turn to Ashley and I say, you know what? On this next take, I'm going to lick your face. She's like, okay. Ernie yells, action. The actor delivers their lines. She and I kiss, and then I take her ahead, turn it, and just go right up the side of her face. Ernie yells, cut. We shoot a few more takes, and then we're done. We're done with the day's shoot. So all of us actors are hugging, saying goodbye, gathering up our stuff, talking about how very exhausted we are, but we can't wait to see how the film turns out. So I'm driving home that night and thinking about the scene that I shot that day and making out with a woman and how it felt for me to make out with a woman. And it was interesting for me because kissing a woman, for me, it wasn't at all the same as kissing a man. It did not have any of the same feelings that I get when I'm kissing a man or, you know, when you're kissing someone that you're attracted to and you like and they, they lean in and they kiss you and, like, your whole body just wakes up and it's electric and, and you just melt into them and you can feel their body next to you and you're just thinking, oh, I want more of this. And it's got to be, like, the top five best feelings in the world. And then it kind of hit me what it would be like to be gay and be denied the chance to have that feeling. And not denied because, like, the other person isn't interested in you. We've all been through that. But denied the chance to have those feelings because your family or your religion or society or the government says, no, no, you you can't do that. You don't get to have that. And what it would be like to have to live your life, maybe your entire life or large portions of your life in the closet and deny who you really are. Maybe nobody never even get the chance to realize who you are. And it made me really, really sad. And I've always been a supporter of, of gay rights and gay marriage, but doing this little movie and doing this scene with Ashley really kind of brought it home for me what the fight for gay rights is about. And we live in a country where we have the Declaration of Independence that says we are all entitled the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But that's not true. We haven't had that in our country for our gay and lesbian citizens. For many years, they have not been allowed to pursue happiness. And gay rights, it's about ending job discrimination. It's about being able to get married. Fundamentally, though, gay rights are about the right to pursue happiness, for everyone to pursue happiness. And the night this film premiered, to wrap this up, the film incidentally did very well at the film festival, I'm happy to say. We uh, ended up taking third place out of 26 films, and we won some awards, and it was wonderful. Uh, I had a few people tell me if they had a Best Kiss Award, Ashley and I definitely would have won that, so I feel very good that I did my job well as an actor. But someone came up to me and was talking about the film and saying how much they liked it, 
And they said, what I really like, especially about uh, you and Ashley, your characters and your performances, is that your characters were treated just like anybody else in the film. You were just another couple there for Thanksgiving. And that's what I hope we have in our country very soon, is everyone being treated like everybody else, everyone having that right to truly pursue whatever it is in your life that makes you happy. Thank you very much. (laughs) That was Sean Drew sharing the experience of her first lesbian kiss. (laughs) Thanks, Sean, for sharing your story. I'm Deb Markham, the executive producer of Tell Me More Live. If you'd like to join us or help out in any way, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, submission and contact forms, and more Storyteller podcasts. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.